Guess what? I'm moving country again. I don't know. Maybe a year. Maybe more. Where's home? Home's everywhere. I'm an expat. Hello, it's Pauline. Welcome to a new episode of Meet the Expats. Today I meet with Faiza, who is clearly a serial expat. She's been abroad for 18 years now. Originally from Pakistan, she's lived in Kenya, Bangladesh, the UK, and is now in Hong Kong. So, hi Faiza, great to hi. have you. Thank you so much. <laughs> Lovely to see you finally. How has your weekday going in Hong Kong? Is, uh, Hong Kong is fully open and even the travel Finally. is open. <laughs> it's a happening place. I'm enjoying it now. Okay, good. Well, we'll dive into the, the challenges and the whole journey to get to this happy place now. Um, before we start, can you give us a quick intro and tell us who you are? Yeah. So um, uh, I'm from Pakistan. Uh, my expat journey started when my kids were like around five years old. And, young. Yeah, and my husband uh, and I, we decided to embark on this uh, journey. We Our first expat posting was in Kenya. Uh, okay. And I, I being a very, I'm, I'm one of those excited expats who <laughs> and want to do everything, immerse in the culture. So yeah, I'm the happy expat wife. <laughs> uh, we landed there, the kids, kids were with us, but when you move uh, with a the whole family, the the whole expat scenario is completely different than when you move alone or mm. your husband. So at that time, the kids were younger, so they started school in Kenya. It was a beautiful international school and uh, very right. diverse. I met a lot of interesting people, and from there, you know, that was my first taste of real expat life, Ooh. and I absolutely loved it. I loved meeting new people, making new friends. And um, the kids loved it. We had a great time there, did a lot of safaris. Then from there, we moved back to Pakistan for around one year. Right. For a year and then moved to uh, Dhaka for another three years. And so the, the, so they were five when they moved to Kenya and then they moved back to Pakistan. Did they feel like for them it was going back home or it was like a new, a new base? How is it for them to... Go back to the home country. At that point, it was just four years since we have left uh, Pakistan. So the gap okay. was a lot, you know. So moving mm. back was pretty easy for us. Uh, I okay. Was, and, you know, I'm the kind of person I would just suggest it to all the expats who, who are embarking on their expat journey that stay in touch with, the, with your friends uh, back home. Because mm. uh, expat life is a very, um, it's not a very permanent life, mostly. So yeah. moving back would be easy if you really kept in touch, you know. Yeah, People, if you have a base. Yeah, yeah. Friends back home, they have, have a, they have a full life with their yeah. friends and family. They might not have that much time for you, but you should take out some time to reconnect. And I think it helped me later also because we moved out of uh, Pakistan again after a year mm. and moved back for three and a half years. Uh, okay. After eight years, yeah. Eight years wow. So I think that really helped me settle down, settle back into the home country because mm. I've seen a lot of my friends who, when when it's time to move back to your home country, had a very tough time. Yeah, yeah, it's not easy. <laughs> it's, it's actually a new expatriation, and we don't think it is. <laughs> True. All right. So yeah, quite quite a lot 
should we go straight into the hard topic of Hong Kong? <laughs> we can, I think. I, I Okay. <laughs> So my last, uh, from London, we moved back to Pakistan for three and a half years. And um, I think I I was a bit scared moving back, as all expats are once they're out of their home country for a long time. Mm -hmm. But uh, fortunately for me, it has been the best three and a half years of my entire life. I went back and, you know, reconnected with all the friends and Mm -hmm. uh, family was there. It was my daughter's last year of uh, high school. And uh, right. they, so we opted for the American International School back home because yeah. there was no other choice for them and they couldn't go and settle in a local school. So it was a soft landing for them as well. Okay, uh, yeah, they kept that international vibe they grew up in. Yeah. yeah. So moved, uh, they, both of them moved to U.S. and Canada to college. And for wow. me, being an empty nester was a bit easy because I was home. And I have I had engaged myself in uh, a lot of social work, mm. and um, with the family being there, and you know all my childhood friends being there, it was I it was an easy transition for me. Yeah, you were and, surrounded, you were busy, there was yeah, stuff going on. So I I never felt the empty nest actually, and then <laughs> the time then we had to move out of Pakistan again, and Hong Kong. I've been to Hong Kong many times before. And right. I absolutely loved the buzz. I loved Hong Kong. It's such an international place, you know. And I was actually very excited moving to Hong Kong. Okay. But, uh, that was uh, 2021. and right. Early 2021. And they were, the whole world was basically slowly starting to open up. And, I, and we mm. thought that, okay, we are moving to Hong Kong. It's very hard restrictions, but it's going to ease down. It's going to get better. Yeah. But unfortunately, they took one and a half year, another one and oh, a half wow. year. Wow. So, That's crazy. So moving to Hong Kong, uh, at that point, we had to do 21 day, uh, days of uh, strict hotel quarantine. Mm. We cannot, we are just confined. Yeah, to the you hotel. don't get out. We can't step out. And um, we did that and moved to Hong Kong. Uh, this was the first time I didn't do a look and see trip. And um, Oh, wow. Yeah. I didn't even are quite handy. <laughs> so so I, we moved. I, we actually got the house through on on internet. I saw the videos and got the house because uh, I couldn't come out and visit. Uh, yeah, it was a long journey back. So um, we actually had to do a washout in Dubai because Pakistan was what on. Does that so mean? that that means that you know they had eight countries from where you can't fly directly to Hong Kong. So it was UK, right. Pakistan. I think uh, India, Australia. So you had to stay in another country which is not on that list. Okay. Wash out for 21 days, then land in Hong Kong, and then do a 21-day quarantine. So you did a double quarantine to fly it. The wash out was not a quarantine, but you have to stay in a... Yeah, you have to stay in that country. Safe country where COVID cases were lower and then move. So it was quite complicated. And yeah. um, so finally we reached here and then we waited for the restrictions to be lifted and they never got lifted. In fact, they became oh. more strict. So for Christmas, oh, wow. when, yeah. So for Christmas, when I went to see my daughters in the U.S., I had to come back, do the 21 day quarantine. And on top of that, stay in a uh, government monitored quarantine facility for additional four days. Oh, so wow. It, tough it was tough yeah and it made me think like 
whether why did I even decide to, you know, to come? To <laughs> I can imagine. You know, uh, and the expat life that I loved so much and enjoyed mm. so much suddenly start. I started feeling that you know I need to anchor myself now. I I can't. Yeah this because it's just the world has become so unpredictable so i think it uh, it may it actually changed my whole whole perspective of moving around because yeah. this unpredictability and uncertainty really really uh, make me think twice now to you know continue doing mm. this thing <laughs> really. yeah so what did you do on your side to help yourself and your husband get through this period where I, I can imagine you guys felt extremely lonely I mean you couldn't really integrate meet people discover the city what did you do to like get through this yeah so the city itself was open within Hong Kong okay. it was it stayed open pretty much except for a few weeks when they were there were a lot of cases and they tried to shut things down mm. but overall it was in within the city with the mask you're okay okay so, but the best thing uh, is like, uh, then again, the best uh, gift of this expat life is unexpected friendships, mm-hmm. I would say. And uh, I, I found some unexpected friendships, which uh, I'm very blessed to have. I have a few people from my same, same community, Pakistanis, who moved at the same time to Hong Kong. Right. Uh, same situation with kids in Canada, in colleges. And we supported each other. Like, uh, okay. I got, yeah, so I think that... Uh, out of all this hardship, the best thing was finding these beautiful friendships, really. Yeah, you found your tribe and your support system within the country, finally. <laughs> so, yeah. And how about managing this distance? You were mentioning, okay, the first few moves, you have your, your, your kids with you, and now they're abroad, and you're doing this whole move on, on your own with your husband. How did you feel it changed I guess the focus was now more on you and less on the children so what were I guess your priorities or how you approached it differently yeah the whole uh, I think moving with the children and moving without the children mm. is just two absolutely yeah. different things it's, different it's, worlds yeah I actually discovered this in this uh, in this recent posting that how different it is you know with the kids you uh, at, the kids are going to go to school and then you mm. meet people there you make your friends uh, you know you uh, you, have, you find friendships there and with the kids you know you're connected with the new country much more easily than yeah on. you so, have access to a network straight away through the yeah. parents of other international kids yeah exactly so but now I think uh, in Hong Kong uh, I've been very blessed to have find very nice people and very nice friends and also because everybody was going through this tough time here mm. whole expat yeah was frustrated yeah, people were very low so we could empathize with each other we knew you know what the other person is going through so there was a lot of support uh, I, I think I got a lot of support throughout this period and I, I really value it and I, I, it, it, I will remember it for the rest of my life <laughs> I can imagine you know said to me that 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 will stay with me forever really yeah yeah, moving as an expert in times of COVID has, it's been very tough, especially if you're moving in Asia somewhere, because mm. Asia is the last uh, place to open up, even after the yeah. vaccine. So, uh, yeah, it was it was tough times. So that was, this is the first time, actually, I 
felt like that expat life is not that easy you know it's not a yeah it's more more challenging but again you found your you found your tribe <laughs> that's i think is one of the most important things that sometimes takes the most the most time so once that was done in terms of integration or life in hong kong how is this going and how are you adapting so uh, i mean we are over the worst we we're over mm. with the worst and uh, yeah hong kong is very nice i love it uh, there's so much to do i've ma- I've, i've actually made good friendships during that time of uh, you know the difficult times had actually yeah. helped me focus on the friendships a lot because there was right. not a lot to do so uh, i think uh, the friendships that i've made here they were made in less time i could make more uh, deep friendships stronger I, yeah yeah stronger friendships and uh, yeah i'm enjoying hong kong now playing mojang every, <laughs> every week it's a chinese uh, game uh, with tiles that you play i've just learned it and i'm loving playing it now <laughs> <laughs> so you got into the local local games and uh, traditions then <laughs> big thing in hong kong yeah in, in china yeah so okay I've joined the AWA that's the American Women Association here very very mm. strong group of expat women and um, there's constantly something happening so yeah I'm enjoying it now yeah yeah those groups uh, and the associations are a great way to enter tap into networks and get new new strong connections of people going through the same True. the same situation yeah for sure yeah. and, uh, okay And so what would be next? What's the plan? Are you guys staying in Hong Kong, going back? So all that, because of the whole situation, uh, the company that my husband is working for, they decided to move their regional head office out of Hong Kong during that time. Okay. It's okay now, but the ball was had already started rolling, so they it won't stop, yeah? So mm. a lot of other companies have also moved out, some have stayed back a lot of them stayed back but a few have decided to move out because it was tough on the families to yeah cope with all this so yeah uh, initially when we came here we thought we will be here for six years or you know it, it will be a long posting but yeah. i think uh, it won't be that long now maybe <laughs> i'll be moving somewhere else <laughs> who knows where <laughs> yeah, exactly okay interesting is there any other topic on your side that you want to cover yeah. bring up yeah so I, i i don't know i think that uh, for your own stability uh, when you're moving in in a, in a new country i think yeah. me it has been my home um, i i think that the first step to actually feel anchored in a new place is like to build a home you know a comfortable anchor for you and your kids and your family i think as expat trailing wives you know as they call them mm-hmm. i think that is a very important thing that you create a you know and you you pack up your 40 feet container container and you land it in a new country i think the best start is to organize your home have a nice home so that you can have you know have people over and it, it is a comfort uh, you know a, a comfort yeah. zone for you and your family i think that once you're sorted with the home i think it's easy to actually move on and feel at mm. home, a new place so i have always felt that and me and my husband both you know we are very house proud and you know <laughs> always uh, i think 
that's an initial step to feel settled, to feel anchored in a new place, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I think that's very important what you're touching on about building that comfort, comfort zone. And that sometimes it is about just making your home feel yeah. comfortable and, and nice and that you actually want to go back there and have that safe place. Yeah. Um, it does happen often that you move abroad and you say, well, you know what, it's only going to last two years. Why bother? But I feel that you're constantly in that. If you actually don't bother making your home you're constantly in that well I'm just passing through and you never really make the most of the present situation you're in yeah very true I've, I have friends who have been like why do you do this I mean like so much effort for this. it is effort <laughs> for sure <laughs> three years I mean like you're carrying your whole world packing up with you but I the think curtains are never the right length in yeah. every house <laughs> I think that it really helps you uh, mm. enjoy that place and feel at home. Yeah. I mean, I don't want to live in a country even for two years and feel like it's a passing phase. I want to yeah. feel at home. So, uh, and it helps you emotionally a lot, I guess, um, because moving to a new country, it's not only a physical thing. It's a very physically demanding thing, you know. Back it's emotionally up. hard, yeah. On the other hand, it's a very emotional emotionally hard thing you know it is harder for some people than others uh, but but yes it's it's uh, it's a very emotional um, state to be moving countries you know mm. and especially for expats because as migrants you, you you're actually embracing the new country you know that you're going to be yeah. there uh, and uh, you know you work towards making a whole life there for expats it's a very short period so mm. there's a huge difference between the both both of these states you know so, yeah, and you know you will probably be moving back home also at some point, so you don't want to lose all all of that and come back. What you were saying of keep tight knots still yeah. with your home country, yeah, yeah, yeah. and and tight knots, and I think it's more of an effort that you will have to put in. Oh uh, yeah, other than the people who are back home, because mm. if you're going to be in touch with them and be connected with them, it will be easy for you to go back uh, home. And if you lose that touch, uh, it's a very difficult thing moving back home. I think yeah, that, to get back that into that. The hardest posting of your life. <laughs> yeah, for sure. But I think sometimes it's hard to admit that you have to be the one doing the effort. Um, yeah. I know I struggled with that a lot where I didn't understand why the effort was constantly coming from me. And it was not always both ways. I've made peace with that over time. But it, it can be very frustrating when you feel that you're the one that has to put in the most effort to keep that friendship going because you're going to need it. Yeah. Probably going to need it the most in the end. Yeah. So it's all about making a life, you know, really, you know, mm. you, you uh, land in a new country, you make a home and then you move out of, you know, you make a, a life in three years in a new country. Yeah, and you, which is and, short. Yeah, which is short, which is short. I mean, you make friends and you, um, you know, if you can work there, you start your work. And also, you know, I want to touch that, you know, for the husband, we ignore that. We think that, you know, they're enjoying because it was their decision or their career that's because of that, you know, we are as a family moving around. But I think the husband's also, you know, moving from, even if they're moving with the same company, you know, new mm, team. That's a different company. culture. It's yeah. new people also. New people, you know, uh, it, it is hard on them also, you know. So I have, I've, I've seen, I've known a lot of couples uh, who, 
you know, who drifted apart because of all these uh, tensions, you know, of moving to a new country. And I think you need to support each other and be patient. That's, uh, I think that's, that's the key, I guess. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> find that balance between each other and everyone's, each one's integration. You might not be on the same timeline for that. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Okay, well, yeah. Great tips around, yeah, building your support network, finding the friendships and building your home and just keeping in mind that it won't be immediate. I think your integration, you'll, it'll come after time, but still be present. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And it depends on, I think, from place to place. Every place has its own um, challenges. Mm. You know, so... Uh, I mean, your experience in London cannot be applied to your experience in Kenya. So it's just, yeah, for sure. <laughs> you, will be, yeah, you might be experienced to how to pack up stuff, but uh, when you land there, it's a new world. and It's, it's a, a new, new country, new environment, yeah. We, everything is new, so you have no experience to tackle anything, you know, you need support. No. And it's not just a language thing, it, it goes way, way deeper than that. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Uh, so I've been I've been lucky that I'm I'm I can speak English and uh, a lot of places that we went to language was not an issue even in Hong Kong yeah you know, yeah it's very international main and island uh, almost everybody can uh, speak English but yeah it I if I move to a place where language is a issue then you know I might uh, it's a whole other level <laughs> yeah, yeah I guess okay let's move on to the recommendations then in Hong Kong. It's one bar or cafe, a uh, restaurant, and a spot of your choice, whichever. Mm. Hong Kong is just full of amazing restaurants. So I think uh, for bars, uh, there's a bar called Argos, uh, which is in the Four Seasons, a beautiful, beautiful uh, place to be. And then there's a bar called Koya, C-O-Y-A. Uh, it's uh, actually one of the top bars in Asia. It's a very small okay. Small little bar, but it's uh, the cocktails are amazing and <laughs> it's really nice. And uh, for restaurants, I think uh, if uh, I love this restaurant called Hutong, H U T O N G. It's um, okay. a Chinese restaurant. Uh, it is uh, the food is good, but it's a beautiful, beautiful uh, restaurant. Uh, very traditional Chinese style, and uh, the view is stunning. You can see all of uh, Hong Kong from there. Nice. Uh, there's an Indian. Uh, there's actually a uh, one Michelin star Pakistani restaurant here. In, wow! And oh, interesting. Star, yeah, Pakistani restaurant in the world. So <laughs> it's it's called the Punjab Club. It's owned by okay. a, I think some Pakistani guy. So much. Uh, Hong Kong has so many restaurants. It's like Dubai. You know, you just can't. Yeah. Point you have to go for two weeks at least just just for food. <laughs> So there's another there's another restaurant called uh, Chili Fagara. <laughs> it's uh, I think everybody's favorite in Hong Kong. It's a Sichuan restaurant. Okay. Very very extremely spicy and hot food. Mm. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. spicy there. Yeah. Nice. That's quite a lot to add to the get, to the <laughs> list. I'll definitely have to make one of those uh, Instagram guides. Uh, for Hong Kong, I've stopped doing them, but uh, I'll get back onto them <laughs> at least for the for Hong Kong. <laughs> And what would be your carte blanche? So carte blanche will be... I'm, I live on the peak area. Mm. 
it's on top of the mountain so you can actually see the whole of hong kong oh here. wow so many hikes here uh, and walks and beautiful views of the ocean and the mountains and the city you know so i i would say that uh, if you're in hong kong one must visit the peak area uh, and okay. uh, there's a high uh, hike here it's a small hike like a 30 minutes hike uh, called high west and right. the view once you're on top of it it's just absolutely stunning <laughs> so. okay well I'll definitely note that one in the comments <laughs> and so last but not least what would be your expat song oh so i have so many but they're all indian songs <laughs> so <Doesn't> yeah <laughs> I, i have one song for every country that i've lived because oh, i really worked, so uh, whenever i hear that song i'll just remember my home in that city you know mm. so yeah there there are a lot of songs but i i just can't pinpoint one but uh, uh, they're all indian songs so you might not okay. be aware of well them. okay well can you send me the link to one at least and we'll still put it in the comments okay okay i'll do that i'll do that okay, <laughs> okay. we'll have that done we'll have one indian song the one of your choice <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Well, thank you so much for joining and sharing uh, sharing your story about the challenges in Hong Kong during the COVID period. But glad to see that you've overcome all of them and that you're found your your tribe, your support system, and made made your beautiful home. <laughs> thank you so much. Yeah, yeah. I ha- I think I am over it now. It was a difficult time, but yeah. Yeah, I can imagine. <laughs> I think even being at home, it was hard for everyone. But so being abroad, I think in a very closed country and that dragged on for quite a while. I think I can't imagine how no. hard it must have been. <laughs> yeah, it was difficult, really. And um, but I'm glad I'm out of it now and. Uh, mm. enjoying hong kong the girls Making came to hong kong in 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 summer uh, so right. here also they love hong kong yeah but uh, truly it's uh, in this expat journey the the best gift is all the friendships that you yeah the people that you meet that people that you meet really yeah. uh, that help you grow also and uh, they are all the people i mean all the friendships that you develop are the star of the whole <laughs> Story. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think you can be in the worst remote place as long as you're well surrounded. Everything will be fine. <laughs> very true. Very true. Yeah. Great. Well, guys, I hope you enjoyed the episode. As usual, if you enjoyed it, you can go put a few stars on Apple Podcasts and on Spotify. Also, leave our comments. You can get the latest updates on Instagram. Thank you. <laughs>